0: Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to a fin to a fan episode. Tree, the safe place where I am allowed to speak my criticisms about society and people. I am your host, Britney Coupe, and I hope you remember that name until your dying days. Let's get into it. Hello, hello! I know I already said hello, hello. But happy summer. Oh my gosh, it's been forever. This semester seems like it just went on and on and it just, you know, didn't stop. But now it's summertime. I am a little bit more free. We'll see where it goes. But I would definitely upload more consistently because, you know, it's the summertime and I got to chase that clout when it's, you know, when I have the free time and not assignments due. So I submitted my last paper last night around 11:40 and it was 4 days late. I asked for a 2 day extension. He was like, "Cool." Then I turned it in 2 days later from that 2 day extension. You know what? It's fine. I will get motivation somehow some way. Anyways, I am officially a senior in college. It seems like I just, everybody everybody says this, but it seems like I just started yesterday. I remember coming in all shy. Just kidding, I wasn't shy. But, you know, I know one thing I was, I was really hot. Because um, the dorm I lived in didn't have air conditioning. And um that was torture. Um, my dad actually felt bad for uh, leaving me in the in the hot uh, dorm room, but he made sure to leave. He's just like, I can't be here any longer. So, you know, the goodbye wasn't as sad. So, so that's, that's a good thing. I didn't want to get all emotional. You know, but anyway, um, I can say that I'm a very different person from when I was in high school. Being on my own has definitely, like, just made me learn more about myself. It made me uh, kind of, like, force myself to um uh, get out there, you know. Cause I came here with no friends. And also high school I didn't have any friends, but I don't know. I guess I guess it was different. It's harder just to be on your own and make friends on your own and step outside of your comfort zone. And that's definitely what I did. And that's what I'm doing now, even with this little old podcast. So today actually, um, the topic does revolve around high school. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a throwback. Like, do some of y'all even remember high school? Like, come on. That place was a hot mess. I don't understand how how people, they're like, oh my gosh, I loved high school. Oh, it was this. It was the best time of my life. Uh, mm, no. I don't understand the, I don't understand it. The movies lied so hard. It was a complete slap in the face. You know, I wasn't that dumb coming in. I didn't think it would be high school musical because I know people just don't bust out and start dancing on the lunch tables out of nowhere and start singing. I knew that, I would have to say, but what they lied about mostly was, you know, finding your first love, meeting lifelong friends, you know, even just learning something slightly valuable. Maybe because that's, you know, I watched Degrassi growing up and I just thought it was going to be so action packed, but really, uh, really anticlimactic. So this is what actually happened for my high school. None of that happened. Everything's over hype, over romanticized, over dramatic and just depressing, depressing. I mean, I saw people my freshman year who struggled to pass English that wanted to go Duke. But by my that se- wanted to go to Duke, but by my senior year, their main goal was to graduate. To be fair, their dreams were a fantasy. Like, how are you going to go to Duke on a two GPA, no extracurriculars? But you know, it's good to have dreams. I'm aware that everyone has uh, different high school experiences, but today I will speak on a specific group of high schools that. Some of you may be able to relate to others may not of course, but today I will be talking about the high schools with you know a concentrated group of poor minorities, low test scores, underqualified teachers, girls who fought at 720 a.m in the morning, overrate security guards lining the halls, and where the main, Goal of the high school was for everyone to graduate with a 1.5 GPA. That's right, guys. Today, I will be talking about underfunded public schools who somehow have money to fix the football field for a team that has a 1-8 record, yet the classroom have leaks in the ceiling, you know. Well, let's get into it. Ooh, now before I start my little backstory first let me take of uh, my drink out of um this uh it's called a polar pop they they sell it at your local gas station let me just take a sip <sighs> Ooh, not sunny day um anyway so now, I would not be talking about underfunded public schools if I did not come from one, of course. I don't know if you guys noticed, this, but um, I'm black. I don't know if you, you didn't know that or not. But just to confirm your suspicions, I am black. These schools always tend to have a high concentration of uh, black and Hispanic students. Surprise, surprise. Um, there were, you know, a total of about, hmm, let me count uh, five white students in the school. So when we did see a white person, everyone would be shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Seriously. You know, it should be no surprise to anyone that, uh, most of the teachers were white and those who were black would mention their degree. I got my degree. Where's yours? If a student, you know, got got dis- disrespectful with them, you know, that would be their first comeback. I did not like my high school clearly, but I was determined to do whatever I could to get out and go to a good college. You know, uh, that is what my mind was focused on in high school. Other people focused on things like relationships no i was ugly being popular i didn't even have a chance fitting in etc could not fit in i was very awkward looking you know though my high school experience was mostly terrible bad uh there were some i mean a few things you know that made it fun um Things like I mentioned, the girls fighting at seven twenty. It would be nice to, to see free pay per view. You know, I just asked not to hear the screaming in the morning. Uh, sometimes when um the teachers wouldn't show up, you know, it would just be us in class playing music—not uh, music, but like you know, a movie on the projector or something. That was pretty relaxed. And it was no pressure on us to do a good job. So, you know, not really a stressful environment. (laughs) Anyway, I'm getting off topic. But this, you know, this, like I said, um, this may relate to some of you. But, um, you know, who came from a high school like this. And um, if it doesn't, you know, like maybe this can be insight, you know, to understand some of the the people that come from those type of schools so you don't judge them as harshly if they don't understand something in class or if they're slower to grasp a topic. That's what I went through. I'll be talking about that later. But anyways, I have five reasons today and these are the top five biggest, hugest, obese reasons why I hate underfunded public oh my. schools. Oh. Rule number one, not rule, but number one, underqualified teachers. Oh my God, don't, don't get me started on these underqualified teachers. You know, I see some of the education majors here in my school and they make them do a lot of stuff uh they write lesson plans they actually you know they get uh not stationed but you know they uh, get sent to like schools of the desired grade they want to teach and like they like you know do student teacher positions over there and i just like see the work they do and i'm like wow like this is proper preparation to become a teacher then i think about the teachers uh, that were at my high school and my middle schools or whatever. And I'm just like, what? Like, where did, where did y'all Anyway, but I would just like to say, you know, being a teacher is one of the most valuable and important jobs to have. They are literally guiding our future leaders. But unfortunately, the way most of my teachers taught at my high school, it, they are more so teaching the uh, future Perk Poppers. Um, I mean, a lot of them did not care. They barely showed up to class, and yet they got confused when the class was not reading at their grade levels. I recall one time my social studies teacher was reading a book on how to become a teacher. Like, girl, I thought that's what you went to school for. Something ain't adding up, honestly. Like, I would like to see some type of degree on the wall. Because I do not believe these hoes went to school for teaching. And I mentioned earlier how the black teachers would be like, oh, I got my degrees. I got, where your degree? Post it. Post up. Post it up on the wall, please. Because I'm just not understanding. I don't understand where y'all got this this so-called teaching degree from, your certification. Please tell me. And you know what? About the, uh, The, the good teachers, no, not the good teachers, but the bad teachers, they will pretend like they're good because, um, y'all remember, uh, it would be like an administrator walk in to visit the class. And then the, the teachers, you know, they, they pretend to be like, they, they pretend to be good teachers. They would have a lesson planned out and they would have us do the little popcorn read and they would try to engage the class. That is a whole clown act. And like, they just, they, and the administrator should know that it's a clown act. Because if teachers taught like that all the time, then clearly it wouldn't be an issue. That is ridiculous. And if administrators were actually interested in evaluating a teacher's performance, they should come in unannounced. If they come in unannounced, they would have been able to see, you know, the teacher on their phone for the entire class time and the lack of effort being put in in the unengaged students. They just decide not to do these things. These are simple rules that they can do. But they decide not to do it because the administrators also don't care. The few good teachers that cared, they were great. They are irreplaceable. Without them, I probably would have been popping perks too. Those teachers deserve uh, more appreciation, but somehow... Those are the ones beefing with the administration. And that actually drives me to my next point on why I hate underfunded public schools. Hey, okay, number two, the administration, the administrators, the principals, assistant principals, the the people over the principals, the people over the district, all of them suck. The uh, the administration just the people that does you know that's in charge of the way the school is run. Why is it that the best teachers have beef with the administrators? And you know what I say? I say because They are the ones that want to hold students accountable and not pass them when they don't deserve to pass. And it's, it's just ridiculous. Like these type of schools want to flex, um, a high graduation rate, but at the end of the day, that doesn't matter because what type of people are you bringing out into the world? What type of people are you bringing out into the world? And also, they care about the athletes more so. And they just allow them to have these low GPAs in play and just expect the teachers to give them the grade just because they're an athlete. Of course, that's the usual. And I just feel like accountability is a big thing. You can't let anyone pass just because they know how to throw a football, and it's not even well because clearly, the the schools losing in basketball, football, tennis, all of the above. Maybe tennis is doing fine. I say tennis people are okay, mostly basketball and football players. But that's 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 besides the point. It's just these these schools don't think about anything but themselves and their image. Do they I say like to be a teacher you have to it's a selfless act and you have to care about the people you are, you know, trying to educate, you know. You care about what they do after college, you care about how you're preparing them, but clearly you don't you just care about your image. Are they getting some type of reward for this? For for graduating these students? Are they? I don't know. Like, if they need to stay back an extra year, oh, that's a lot, an extra year in high school, or if they, na- if they need to take a community class, community college class in order to catch up on credits, it's just the people you're sending out into the world, that's not it's not a point of just having that college diploma. They have to be prepared, and that is something that the school does not emphasize at all they just want you to walk across that stage and after that that's it and then the cycle continues with these low low incomes low income housing low in, it just it just continues and what and then those good teachers the good teachers that that actually made an impact on my life are the reason why I'm not going in that same cycle it just takes those people who care imagine if the whole administration care they'll be producing a lot more people a lot more good students you know to to contribute to uh you know the economy or whatever or to contribute to to breaking this cycle but they choose not to do so so i say the higher-ups are a large part of of, like, why these schools are the way they are and why the cycle just continues on and on. But, you know, I'm not going to completely blame the adults in this sense. I'm not going to blame the just the teachers or just the administrations. You know, like, some of the students... <laughs> the students are are part two. They be stupid. They I literally labeled... This next point, point number three, stupid hoes. Cause they be stupid. You actually thought I would exclude the students? No. God, they were they were one of the main reasons why I hated the school. They just they just could contributed so much stupidity into the air. It's like they had a stupid quota and like they just fulfilled it every single day. I remember the boys. <laughs> The the guys actually thought it was so cute to be dumb, it would piss me off. It would it would they would just they would just think it was so cute, and some of the girls would like it. It's so stupid. You think it's cute to to not know how to write a sentence. You think it's cute to to not know how to read. Like to be fair, you know it's you know popcorn reading. They call out somebody random. I have a stuttering issue, but like they stutter because they don't know how to read. That's not cute. It's really not cute. And also, some of them stink. Some of them do stink. You think it's cute not to put on deodorant? I don't I don't understand. You think it's cute to skip class? I don't understand that. Like who made this a thing? Whoever's controlling the trends, they just need they, they they need to, to put something else out there because I'm not I'm not liking this uh current trend. And also despite me saying the fights were kinda entertaining at 7 20 a.m. in the morning, it's stupid. Why why are you fighting this early? How do y'all have the energy? I was drinking all that coffee just to get up for school and y'all have and I was barely awake and y'all just have all this, this natural energy to fight over the dumbest stuff. What are y'all fighting over, boys? They call you ugly? I, what they say on Instagram or Snapchat? Or, you too young to be fighting. You got the energy, but like it's just stupid. And then once you do that, it just causes trouble for the entire school. I recall in high school um, when there would be a, a few fights in a row, they would have uh, to school on lockdown. Lockdown, like it's prison or something, like seriously. And we weren't allowed to go to the bathroom. Um, we needed to have a security guard to go to the bathroom during lockdown. We Teachers weren't allowed to, to write passes. And if you were in the hallway without... A security guard. They would send you the in school suspension stuff like that. That's just that idea is so ridiculous to me. Why is a school like a prison? School should not be like a prison. It should be like a school, and I think that's common sense. I remember I was I was really sick this this one morning sophomore year, and I I was about to throw up, so. I tell I, I tell the teacher, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I I need I need to go to the bathroom. I feel really sick. I'm about to throw up. She said, No, you can't go. Blah blah blah. Oh, so I'm like, oh, okay. Whatever. So I take the trash can, go outside the classroom, and I just throw up. <laughs> and I made sure to leave the door open so she can hear. So I threw up in the trash can and then I take the trash can and I place it back in the classroom in the middle of the classroom and I say you should do something with that. I was, I was so, I was so stupid, but at, at, at least I proved the point, though. Just, just stuff like that. Like I know to go to the bathroom and not to get into a fight. I didn't see a point with fighting with anyone, you know, about anything. It's not that serious. Nothing's that serious. And also, I never understood the kids who uh skip class. Like, where you going? I know some would uh skip to go to gym. I'm just like, you skipping to go to gym and you never get dressed for gym and you have an effing gym. Those were the girls. And also, I don't know what happens in the boys bathroom, but the girls will also skip and go to the bathroom and just sit in there and eat hot Cheetos. How how you going to eat hot Cheetos in the bathroom? You eat in the bathroom in general? Just like skipping class was supposed to be fun. And you, you decide to go to the bathroom and eat hot Cheetos? I'm not understanding the appeal. And also, can I bring up the cheaters? The cheaters, the cheaters. Gosh, well when I started taking AP classes, um, it was it was less cheaters, but it was still some dumb holes in there. Don't get me wrong. Uh but, you know, I'm not one of those snitches, you know, if like I don't mind helping people out. So, my issue is like, if you want to cheat, do it right. <laughs> Seriously, like, like do it right. It was this one girl in my senior year, like AP English or something like that. We were taking this test on this book. I sit in the front of the class because, of course, I'm a teacher's pet. And I love that teacher so much. And then the the girl s- is sitting right directly behind me. And she she tapped she tapped on my shoulder. She's like, Hey, hey, what you get for for number three? I'm like, Hold on, what's number three? I'm thinking number three is one of the multiple choice questions. No, it's the short answer question. You want me to to tell you short answer questions in a quiet room when the teacher's sitting right there, right next to me. What? I I'm not understanding this. I'm not understanding how you could be so dumb. Can't even cheat right nowadays. That's the thing. And also I remember this time, uh, we had we used to have these uh fat question packets for US history. And um I was sending the girl the answers, you know, because she she was my friend at the time. Whatever. So uh, I sent her the answers and she's like, Oh, Frenice, can you send me the answers? I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just send you the answers. Just just go just go on the pictures, click on the pictures. She's like, Oh, I meant, can you send them in order? Huh? Girl, I just I just sent you the answers. That should be enough for you. What are you talking about? Like it just be it just be that that stupid stuff that I'm talking about that doesn't make any sense. Learn how to cheat if you want to cheat. It's simple. Y'all would make terrible criminals. And also, it's all I just feel like what revolves around the the stupid whole factor in the uh, the school in this uh, underfunded public school system is more so than not trying or caring. You're not applying anything. And I just feel like some of these these teachers and these administrators and these deans, they just give them too many second chances, and they feel like they messed up. They, they could continue to have chance after chance after chance. And at the end of the day, they end up learning nothing. They end up learning nothing. They don't care. They just plain out don't care. And that may start from at home. That may just be, you know, It may just be a product of their environment, but it's just sad to see how many people don't actually care about anything, and just being around that can really just tear down your spirits and make it seem like it's the norm when it's really not, but that's besides the point. I would like to move on to point four, which is you're broke. AKA the schools ain't got no money in general, or if they do have money, I don't know what they're doing with it. Well, I do know, I do know what, you know, where some of it is going, but that's besides right. why there's a lack of AP classes. Like I was saying, like, uh, students, uh, that come from different, uh, different backgrounds, they go to these private schools or these well-funded, diverse public schools. These magnet schools, these schools you got to test to get into, um, and they have so many resources and resources that will prepare you for college if you do want to go to college. But these schools, they the underfunded public schools do. They don't have that. They don't have as much resources, and if they do have um, these AP classes, they're taught by the underfunded teachers out the under uh, the under uh, qualified teachers. I was telling you about. So you're not really getting that curriculum, the AP curriculum, and if you actually do want that curriculum, it's like going. Like doing, doing the work yourself, honestly. And that's that's what I did for some of my classes because I took it upon myself to, to learn. But again, the people are not or are unmotivated and don't care to try. So everything just connects in a circle. It's just the lack of resources. And if you are able to make the best out of what you have or lack of what you have, and and end up going to college that's that's a big deal. And it also hurts when people don't understand that. They they don't understand that that you came from less resources than them so they want to make fun of you if uh if you don't if you don't understand it or if you're if you're struggling. And I wish more people understood that cuz uh wait, no, that's the next point. I'm really I'm going too far ahead. But the point is ain't no money. These schools are broke. They they so broke. I'm talking broken down classrooms. Um but somehow there's money for sports and the um the nice football field out there. I guess well, if you wanna lose, you can lose in style, so I guess that's the thing. But anyways, that's besides the point. Uh, and also, um, I remember when I did participate in some high school sports, uh, when I would go to, to the rich, to the rich uh, schools and rich suburbs, uh, it would seem like I was, I was in a nice, luxurious uh, resort. <laughs> and, and, it shouldn't have to to be that way, honestly. That's so sad that students see that and they, they go to a different school where people like experience that every single day. And they just go there and they're just like, Why don't we have this? Why can't we live like this? What did what did we do to to deserve, you know, our, our conditions that we have and how are they better than us? How are they better than us? And that's that's the harsh reality that I saw when I first experienced it. Cause I didn't honestly think that schools could be that nice. And just seeing how that ride would be 30, 40 minutes away and you can see the difference in demographics clearly. It just it just shows life sucks. Life's life's unfair. And what can you do about it? because if you're in that district you have to go to school there that's by force you can't afford a, you can't afford a private school so that's that's the school you have to go to by force and it's unfair that students can't have equal education it's setting them up for failure and what are people going to do about this we don't know let's let's find some nice advocates for for this cause about broke public schools and resources can they get a donation please can they have a nice hefty donation like i know some people that care about poor black and brown people somewhere a nice a nice fat donation would help not not to the football field but to uh ap programs and things like that but point number five this is my last point i uh, previewed it a bit in the last point but uh it's coming to college and it's just more so breaking over that you you got over the hump of having less resources than your peers, okay? So, now you're here in this institution and people come from all walks of life. Some people have more money than you. Some people have slightly less money than you. Some people come from different countries. It's, it's all walks of life, all different demographics, and you come here. And at the end of the day, no matter where you came from, you're all in the same place. And you're placed with, you know, different challenges. And one of the biggest challenges, I would say, is the knowledge gap here, the huge knowledge gap. I would say um, the AP classes the few that I that I did have in my school that I was allowed to take, those helped me so much. And just to hear that uh, people came in with 20-something AP credits, Ugh, crazy, 20-something AP classes, not credits, classes. And that, like, imagine if I had all that. I wish I had the opportunity to have that. Maybe I would have, you know, capitalized on those Um opportunities but you know you just don't have a chance because that's the district you live in and that's where you're forced to go it's also a gap when um people say they had tutors and stuff for the standardized test you're just like oh you could you could afford that somebody your parents cared about that and also yeah it's just the norms too the norms in different households because I can speak for myself and say that going to college was not a norm in my family, nor did they expect anyone of my siblings to go to college. So did they save up for it? No. Did they care about the SAT? Was I, Did they ever help me out with my homework? No. It's just the, the norms are different in each household, so you can't, so, you can't just judge these people so harshly. Just get to know a person before you start making assumptions, you know. And um, also, specifically for my case, I ended up coming to a PD. PWI known as a wee. just kidding <laughs> someone actually said that before that was hilarious I was like oh PWI she was like oh what's the, what's the PWI and uh, I was like oh it's a wee." <laughs> she believed it she was so dumb but it's a predominantly white institution whatever Who cares so um it was an adjustment for me in some classes uh I was the only black person in my class, and um, that made me feel really mm, insecure, I would say, and uh just insecure, inadequate, you know, I just felt everyone was smarter than me, and you know the the usual, but you know I'm not that over dramatic of a person. So I'll say the first six weeks I got over it and I was like, you know what, Frenice, why you, why are you upset about this stuff? You belong here. You worked hard, just as hard as everyone else to get to the same place. Cause I said, we all come from these different walks of life with different experiences and we all ended up in the same place, the same major, et cetera, et cetera. We all here together. I had to stop myself one time because uh, I had got, uh, this is a mirror, alert, a 33% on an exam, <laughs> so I made sure not to check my exam score in discussion, I, I checked it after, looked at it, I was like, oh, my god like how do I make myself feel better I was like maybe I should try crying I've never done that before so I'm like okay because I had work like at 430 years so I'm like let me get a quick crying session in so I go to my dorm getting ready to cry getting my, getting my tears and my tissues ready and my roommates in their sleep and I'm like Okay, um, let's, let's try this again. So, I go to the bathroom. The bathrooms are, what you call like, communal. Anyway, it's just a bunch of stalls, a few showers in there. Can't cry in the bathroom. There's people in there, and even if there weren't people in there, I would start crying, and then you, you would have people knocking on the stall. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. God. Let me cry in peace. I know that it's a public bathroom. But let me cry in peace. So I'm just desperate over here. Like I'm saying, I need to cry. Like nobody's answering the phone. And I just I can't vent. So I need to cry. So I decide to go behind the dumpster. And I cry behind the dumpster. Fun times. Fun times. But you know. That's. I've realized crying like I know crying helps other people feel better but it honestly doesn't doesn't help me feel better so I I just I just try to avoid it when when possible so yeah just me crying me me feeling excluded but you know I just you know push myself into the conversation so just that I, I got over that and now I'm gonna go into my senior year and again I feel like I belong here I worked hard just like everyone else, and I'm here and I'm here to stay. And there may be some days where people try to make you uh, uncomfortable and feel insecure and try to push you out of this space, but you should not allow that to happen. I have been through that so many times this year. People just, they're bothered. They're bothered by my presence. They could be bothered by your presence too. And What you have to do at the end of the day is just be resilient. Make that known. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. This is my space too. That's what matters at the end of the day. But anyway, not me. Not me getting uh, heated. But those are the five reasons why I hate, hate, hate underfunded public schools. I'm going to conclude. I'm going to conclude right here. Now, just understand, I am not making myself out to be the victim here. There are people who come from way worse situations. Like I said, I try to make the best out of things. And I just keep going. If anything, I am like more so grateful to these to to my underfunded public school heart emoji, um, because it made me more resilient in a way. Uh, just it just inspired me, and like it was like nothing new when I like was faced with with struggles. Like when some people cried and stopped, I kept on going because I'm just like, what? Come on, seriously, I've I've been through this. Seriously, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, you know, also for some people, you know, like I said, people come from all walks of life and you may not know if you're privileged in some way. So what it is, it's just good to listen to people before you make these judgments. And it's good to have, you know, insight on someone's situation before you judge their skills or abilities. I had this issue my freshman year with Spanish, and the intro Spanish class, my first college class in person. I was excited, even woke up for breakfast and went to class. I was five minutes late though. <laughs> I woke up a little bit late, but I walked in. The first they were speaking Spanish. I'm like, this this supposed to be the intro class? Why are y'all speaking Spanish? We're not allowed to speak English in the class. I was just like, why y'all why are y'all doing this? And I took one year of Spanish in high school and basically the entire time we watched Coco. It's a good movie. Had me tearing up at the end. Tear tear. But um I'm just like, this is a setup, honestly. Like, was there some summer work I didn't know about? It's just it's just it was ridiculous. And then some people judged me for that some of my peers, um, who came from um better schools than I, than me, they're like they're like, Oh, this is so easy. Why don't you understand this? Why don't you understand it? And I, I put up with your stuff honestly and now uh now with me, now nah, I wouldn't put up with that now. But I found out later in my Spanish class, uh last semester, first semester this year, that uh my TA told me the class was designed for students who took three years of Spanish in high school. Why well, call it an intro class if it ain't introing? Int- introductions need to be more introduction like. Like they don't they don't disclose that information. I thought I was taking intro, Spanish one, Spanish two, and then this is like, oh, you need the, the prerequisites. You know, it's just it's just stuff like that. Like I said, the knowledge gap that people aren't aware of and like if this episode is, is making more aware of that then then it's doing its purpose honestly. You know it's more so who am I talking to? The people from the rich public schools. Please be more understanding. Like I understand you didn't exactly pay for it your public school education, but there are definitely more resources. There is nothing, like, you. it's out of your control completely which public school you go to. Your parents live at where they live at or your guardians live at where you live at, and you have to go to school within that district. So that's what it is. That's the education we're given. What you can't control... You can control your college somewhat if you can afford it, if they offer enough aid. But it's just stuff you can't control that you're being judged about. It's just understanding us broke folks better. We're broke. Please. I mean, if you want to give us money, then then go ahead. I would appreciate some money. Cash up. No, no, I'm not going to give you my cash up. But just understand people better. Again. I am not the victim. Even though it seems like I am the victim. I'm not the victim. Yeah, whatever. Public schools are hilarious. Come on. The fights. The lack of pressure. Appreciating where you came from. And also, just making the best out of a bad situation. I can say high school sucked for the most part but i had those those groups of some teachers and students and those clubs some of those clubs that made me see make the best out of what i had and i feel like that is what life is about you have to find find that happiness in a situation in a dark situation, a situation that you can't control because what you can't control is your response to things. And that's what I did, and that's why I'm able to cope with things the way I do now. I mean, uh, some of it is in a bad way, but, like, other stuff is, you know, my outlook on things is I don't I don't automatically jump to, to being sad and depressed about it, but um, I just get up live my life appreciate the things where I have and that is all that matters at the end of the day so thank you underfunded public schools (laughs) all right all right all right that is all for today's today's episode folks thank you so much for listening I will be uploading three times a week So, get ready for that on your Spotify's, okay? All right. For questions and questions, what are questions? Anyway, for questions and for advice on my advice segment on my podcast, you could email me anytime at fcoupet24 at gmail.com. And if you can't spell that, f c o u p e t 24 at gmail. Remember, I'm your host, Franice Coupe, and always, 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 always be prepared to offend, to offend, have a great day, have a great night, and whenever you're watching, happy, uh, whatever, whatever you celebrate, see you later.